Hi guys, on this week's show we're looking at Idle, Lippmann, Coltrane, Smith, Aston, Lively, Hill, D'Angelo and Chase. Tonight we're looking at 1985's European Vacation. <laughs> Hello everyone and welcome to this week's episode of 100 Things We Learned From Film. I'm one of your hosts and my name's Mark Sparky Plant. <laughs> and I am John Rusty Watson. <laughs> <laughs> Not to be confused with John Rusty Trombone. <laughs> <laughs> Lucky I didn't put twat bag in there. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, how are you doing, John? I'm alright, mate. I'm alright. So at this point we're at a long weekend so we can <gasps> breathe easy. Well, yeah, drink easy, I was going to say, but yeah, absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) How's your week been? It's been all right, mate. Yeah, it's been good. Uh, it's been nice, hasn't it? Nice weather. Uh, nice. Uh, the, the clocks have uh, have gone back forward. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, yeah, lousy farmers. Forward, um, back, that's the one. Forward. So it's still light, even though we're recording this at uh, quarter past seven. We've got the lights on. I'm saving money. Money, money, money. <laughs> money. <laughs> so this week we are talking about uh, 1985's classic inverted commas uh, national lampoons european vacation john do you want to tell us what else came out in 1985 uh, <laughs> breakfast club teen wolf the goonies oh legend with tom cruise uh, fright night classic oh it's a good one yeah is it witness with harrison ford harrison ford the amish Kids. Yes, that's Amish. very one. Amish kids. Amish. Amish. Uh, Brewster's Millions, which is a classic. Oh, it's a great movie. Police Academy 2. And a bit of a weird one. It will tie in with some of the facts later on. Weird Science. All right. Wow. Excellent. I love Weird Science. That's a pretty good year, actually. It really was, wasn't it? Yeah, uh, yeah. Watched Weird Science recently. I watched Weird Science recently again. It has not aged well. Oh, yeah, it's just, yeah. Yeah, there's there's a lot wrong there. There's a lot. There's a lot of good talent in there, though, but yeah, it's, oh, it's the way sure. it goes, it? Yeah, some great talent in there. So we are the podcast that tries to teach you a thing or two about the film we are talking about. Ideally, we would like to come up with 100 things. John starts with uh, watching it at home. I start watching it at home. We come up with a maximum of 70 things each, put them together, and hopefully we've come up with 100 things that we have learned from the film. We would love for you to go out at the end of all these lockdowns, do trivia, do a quiz, do whatever pub kind of stuff you do, and amaze your mates. That's why oh, we do it. That's that's whole point. This is why we do these. Absolutely. Um, let's see how we get on. John, shall we begin? Let's do it. Let's oh. do this thing. Um, so the, the titles start on this one, and it's uh, it's it's all stamps in a passport. Do you know the song? Oh, <laughs> you just bad. watched the movie, John. No, I, I was too busy looking at the passports and seeing where they lived because it actually shows you their address. Did you see that? I did. Yeah, uh, I didn't see what it was though. Where did they live? Was it Illinois? Did you, did you make a note? No, no, I just saw it. Uh, I, I were, yeah. Remember, they were stamping it with ink, so you yeah. couldn't really see anything. So they're from they're from Chicago. Uh, I know that much. Uh, I, I know that much from the first film. But the song is Holiday Road. Holiday Road. Holiday Road. That's, that's annoying the minute. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sung by uh, lead singer, uh, lead, one of the lead singers and lead guitarist with Fleetwood Mac. 
Lindsay Buckingham. That's the guy's name. Lindsay Buckingham. Uh, you, you've got a girl's name, mate. <laughs> uh, it's a 1983 single, which was written for the first film. And on the backing vocals, mm-hmm. I couldn't believe this. I've heard this song a million times. Love this song. Uh, are Stevie Nicks and Christine McVie from Fleetwood Mac. Wow, really? Yeah, absolutely. It's- I like the clapping throughout it. <laughs> I'm into that, but I can't sing Bruce. and clap. Oh, I went happy days there, sorry, man. I went happy days. <laughs> hey, Mrs. C, sit on it. What did he want you to sit on? The, uh, the, ju- the jukebox. Oh, that's all right. Uh, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Mothers, don't worry about locking up your kids. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> the, the Fonz isn't a pervert. The Fonz. Probably definitely. Yeah, absolutely. Um, <laughs> you're right. So that the passports, there's there's loads of bits with the passports being stamped, and someone puts a cigar out on it. It's pretty good. Um, the, the passport photos are, are pretty grim. But as as they're going through the passports, um, it says there's a there's a there's a a, a WHO World Health Organization uh, says all vaccination like a vaccine certificate. Which is is so in keeping at the minute. Mm. <laughs> um, he, he, and if you are going to Europe from the states, you need the following. I couldn't believe how many of these there were: uh, hepatitis A, hepatitis B, uh, typhoid, rabies, and tick-borne encephalitis. What? Yeah, because we're all packing rabies round here. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Jesus Christ. I mean, I, I, shit, look, American listeners, help us out. Do you, do you think we're all kind of scraping in the mud <laughs> in, in Europe? Do you think we're all beaker people? <laughs> Everybody's a potential cujo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think the cat, the, the Colin Robinson uh, podcast cat is a cujo. What about Keith, your dog Keith? Could he? Oh, he's oh, it's getting worse out? and worse. He's getting cuter and it's getting harder and harder to take him out for walks. So I've just gave up. I'm just going to let him oh, What, because people just want to give him just a Just keep stopping him and... Oh, he's like a wee teddy bear. Like, he's, a, he's a dog. Leave he's a dog alone. and he'll bite your face. <laughs> he will. <laughs> if I give him a boost up. <laughs> he's, 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 he's small enough to be a face hugger and we know how that turned out. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is Easter. <laughs> um, so they, they're on a TV show called Pig in a Poke, which is apparently America's favourite game show. Uh, one thing I can tell you about Pig in a Poke, it, the terminology pig in a poke means to buy something without first inspecting it so as in pig in in a bag right yeah it's pig in a poke uh, who was the host of pig in a poke oh, gomez adams my, oh it was wasn't it my the man, old boy my man. old boy from erie indiana mm-hmm. john astin <laughs> yeah Do you know who john well, astin's son is sean astin it is, yeah. Apparently, he's got a couple of a couple of sons. In fact, is this not the first time we've spoke about John Aston? Have we talked about him on another show? We've actually had personal discussions about how good Edie Indiana was. Ah, right, okay. In Tupperware, yeah. so we've had that. Uh, we may have actually spoke about it on the show as well. We did point. speak about the Tupperware. I'm sure of that on the show, <laughs> one of the earlier episodes. Yeah, uh, yeah. John Aston, brilliant, uh, and he comes in to to kind of meet 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 the Griswolds. Uh, yeah. He's called. Is he called like? Kent Wankdale or something. <laughs> I maybe, I maybe imagine that myself. Yeah, yeah, Kent Wink, Winkdale. Oh, Winkdale, right? Yeah. Okay, Kent Winkdale. 
<laughs> so he, he comes in and and they all get a kind of uh, shake of their hands with Ellen and Rusty and and, <laughs> and then Audrey. <laughs> oh. What does he do, man? So, right, okay, so Audrey's meant to be playing, uh, is it a 14, 15-year-old? Oh, is she? Right, okay. And he swoops in and literally just grabs her and snogs her. But yeah. apparently he he portrayed it against two different um, presenters and one of them used to do that. Every female person that came on to the show, he would... Yeah, it was them. the guy that hosted Family Feud who is the bad guy in The Running Man. Oh, you know the guy. The main who one, is, the main guy. Is, yeah, it's, it's yeah. time to start I'm running, not guy. Be television as long as you, Killian. But I'm going to give the people what they think they want to see. <laughs> yeah, Killian uh, used to host. I want to say Family Feud, Family Fortunes in the. UK. Wow, Jesus, that's great. Because uh, when I was watching it as well, obviously when I seen that happening, I had to Google her age at the time. Luckily, she was 21 because it was a, it was a full on, it was a full on snog. <laughs> Like, Rachel oh. did exactly the same. She went, I've just looked it up. It's all right. She was 22. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was 22. I was like, thank God, because that was just so creepy. So creepy. I'd see the point in Beverly D'Angelo because she's hot, but yeah. Oh, like... yeah. What a, what a fine woman. Do you know Beverly D'Angelo has uh, twins uh, with, with a very, very famous actor? Oh, she's got the twins, all right. They've <laughs> <laughs> just been cancelled, John. Uh, yeah, do you know who she's got twin twin kids with? No. Al Pacino. What? Yeah, she's got twins with Al Pacino. And I think she was maybe as old as 50 when she had them. And Al Pacino, I think Al Pacino's a good seven or eight years older than her. Mm. Yeah. Mate, that's a fact that's and a half. I did not know that. 57 years old, and I've got twins. I'm still packing. What the hell was I thinking? <laughs> she has a what fine looking I... woman, though. Fine looking woman. Oh, mate, she's got a great ass. Know, that I is the know. only Al Pacino I can do. I'm so sorry. <laughs> you, and you whip it every week just like Al Pacino. <laughs> so, Clark, Clark Griswold, uh, who's Chevy Chase, who who's great in the 80s, Ronnie, but I, I believe he's oh. a bit of a dick. Saturday Night Live was his patch, wasn't it? All the greats were there. Absolutely. He makes the point. He says, I'm in, I'm in food additives, not preservatives. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and that comes back in all the films, as I recall. It really does, yeah. Uh, um, they talk about what they've already won. So they made it through the final of this show. They talk about what they've already won. Yep. Um, so they've already won uh, a Honda 750 motorcycle. Which is cool. The Honda 750, you recognise it as well, uh, was launched in 1969. Uh, and it was the in the 60s, Honda were the biggest sellers of world motorcycles. And I don't know why they're Spanish. Uh, <laughs> and it was a, a 750 because it's a 750cc as standard. However... The engine is air-cooled, air and oil-cooled, not water-cooled, unlike others. Right. Which I thought was quite interesting. Uh, they've also won a year's supply of... Uh, ro- <laughs> was it the, the Regal wax? Valet? <laughs> yeah, some kind of car polish. Regal car polish. Yeah, Regal car polish, which isn't real. Um, however, uh, Regal Valetin is a detailing studio in Malaysia. So I'd quite like for them to pay us in turtle wax. That would be nice. <laughs> or a coffee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely, that would be uh, that would be very good. As people have started buying us coffees, which is nice. And a big thanks to uh, SNRP twenty ten for the coffees. Thank you very much, buddy. Yeah, cheers, fella. We'll uh, we'll we'll enjoy uh, 
uh, enjoy that when we can meet up again. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much. Nice. Brilliant. Yeah. Anybody else wants to uh, wants to, to donate? It's in the uh, in the notes. Feel free. Uh, he, he he also talks about the fact that they're going to go for this, and and they say, "No, come on, Clark, don't. No one ever wins it." And we really like the Senor Cappuccino. <laughs> so I, I, I can only assume Senor Cappuccino is the non-brand name for Mr. Coffee, which was founded in 1970. It's an automatic coffee machines. Right. Uh, you know that specifically from Spaceballs uh, because they go in and he says, oh, this is Mr. Coffee. This is Mr. Radar, and this is Mr. Rental. <laughs> he said, yeah, it even shows movies that haven't been made yet, <laughs> which I thought was really good. That was good. Um, oh, Spaceballs is amazing. Spaceballs it's is also cool. mentioned in uh, the Bloodhound Gang song, The Bad Touch. Oh, is it? Yeah, Mr. Coffee with the automatic drip. I was gonna, I was gonna do, I was gonna sing some of it, but uh, I, honestly, I was embarrassed for myself, so I didn't. Uh, and <laughs> uh, it's an RP twenty ten will take his coffee back, <laughs> <laughs> with or without the automatic drip. Absolutely <laughs> would. Uh, in twenty twelve, they recalled sixty thousand of these things because apparently they exploded in people's faces. That wake you up in the morning. <laughs> Indeed, it will. Indeed, it will. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah, apparently exploded hot water and coffee grounds in people's faces, which I, I, you know, we're laughing, but I hope that didn't really happen to too many people. Okay. So they go into, they go into the final kind of round. He agrees to go in, even though they didn't want him to go in. Even, yeah, they say, don't do it. And he goes like, yeah, let's just do it. Oink, oink, we'll be pigs. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and the all-time willingest family are here to play against them, the Frogers. <laughs> yeah, what a bunch of dudes. He won a Nobel Peace, a Nobel Prize in 1967. His yeah. wife won hers in 1970. Mm-hmm. Mo, the son, has been elected to the board of Microtech, and Ruth's youngest female ever to be accepted at Harvard Law School. What a family! Mm, absolutely. <laughs> did you not? Did you not like them? Oh, you just tell they were going to be annoying, but be surprised in the questions. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, do you know, but here before we just get to that, just so you know, um, in 1967, the Nobel Peace Prize was not awarded. There was no Nobel Peace Prize awarded in 1967. <gasps> Is the Froger lying? Uh, the Froger must have been lying. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he he didn't win it then because uh, it wasn't a uh, it wasn't a thing. Uh, 1970, it was won by Norman Ernst Borlag of the United States for his con- Borlag for his contribution to the Green Revolution, having such an impact on food production, particularly Asia and Latin America. So good on you, Borlag. Thanks, Norm. For- <laughs> Cheers for that. <laughs> oh, very good. Yeah. Uh, in 73, it was won by uh, Henry Kissinger. You know, the man that blew up millions of people. <laughs> Oh, that guy. Like a coffee machine. (laughs) So, shouldn't make fun of that, but... (laughs) Yeah, but we can make fun of Henry Kissinger. No, I don't think so. Um, So, the the categories were good, weren't they? Did you see what categories they were? Biology. Pharmacology. Pharmacology, sorry. American Explorers. Chronology of the Pharaohs. The Geography of the Brain. 
and the final one, early Hungarian cabinet. Oh, God, so much. <laughs> and they kept saying, like, the family were going, pick the Hungarian one. It's going to be the Hungary one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he says, the geography of the brain. What are the pyramidal? Oh, what are the pyramidal tracts? Oh, uh, <laughs> Clark's answer is brilliant. No one is that how go on, then. just to say Cairo. <laughs> <laughs> so he does. I didn't make a note of that for some reason. <laughs> yeah. uh, but no, it's to do with. Um, he says a complex of multisynaptic lower motor neurons, uh, which connect at the basal ganglia with the recti- recticular formation. Um, but it was actually upper upper motor neurons. So nobody wins. Um, select another one. Early Hungarian cabinet making. No. <laughs> it says American explorers. And this was brilliant. Oh, right? really was. 1804, expedition explored an area from Louisiana Territory to the Pacific Coast. Which lieutenant led the expedition? And he was like, I give up. I don't know. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. Uh, time's up. Do you have an answer? Beverly uh, D'Angelo shouts. Clark. And he says, Correct, <laughs> Clark of Lewis and Clark. Uh, Lewis and Clark, by the way, um, Mev- Merryweather Lewis and William Clark uh, had the expedition correct from 1803 to 1806. Uh, they explored Louisiana to find a route that's easily accessible across the territory before people came from Europe to to found the area which I right. thought was pretty cool. Merryweather's a great thing. I it really is, isn't it? Named my firstborn Merryweather. This is very Merryweather. And they have just won a European vacation. Hey, oh, yeah. This Yay. Movie. <laughs> their their so, shows are better than yours, because all we ever bought one was a speedboat and maybe a <laughs> caravan, maybe a car. <laughs> a, a speedboat. Oh, yeah. Where do you live? Aloha. <laughs> <laughs> So they're now talking about um, the route. They're going to go. Um, they're having a barbecue. Everybody sprays the. Everybody sprays the. Uh, yeah, the I know that. Everybody, the, everybody putting the fluid into the barbecue. <laughs> yeah. I, she called Audrey. It's Audrey, isn't it? So Audrey refuses to leave because uh, Jack's a boyfriend. Um, and Did you spot who the boyfriend was? No, I wasn't sure. Who is it? It's Johnny Faye, Karate Kid. Oh, Rachel spotted that. She did yeah, say yeah. it was the Cobra Kai kid. Yeah, well, Cobra Kai spotted. boy. Yeah. Which um, is still going strong, apparently. Cobra yeah, Kai. I've I've not seen it, but I, I, I hear to, good things. I just I'm going to go, give it a go. But yeah, yeah, it was, it, was, it was Johnny. Not the face! <laughs> um, so the food in Europe's fattening, apparently. <laughs> oh, mate, you should go to Scotland. Get <laughs> <laughs> fried, green fried Mars bar and a haggis. <laughs> and she says, uh, "I can't, I can't eat all that food." Blah blah blah. Um, anyway, they do this vote thing that comes back a little bit later on, and they vote that Clark's going to be uh, the president of the Republic of Griswold, and that they're all going to go. Turns out that they have got a uh, video camera. I liked the video camera. Did you ch- did you check out the size of the video? What a size of a video camera! And apparently, that was actually Chevy Chase's own camera. Oh, was it really? Yeah, hey, yeah, it was, it was his own piece of camera. Oh my god, that's huge! Yeah, it was quite something. I'm just looking for, for my notes to see where it was because I made some notes. Uh, the JVC. I pause it to have a look. JVC. SFP3 camcorder. 
It had a six times power lens, what? detachable microphone, and one inch viewfinder. <laughs> Jesus. Yep. But it's massive. <laughs> back in the day, retailed at $715. Jesus. Yeah. I mean, it looked like crap. <laughs> that was, that it looked was... like you would you would need a brace, a back brace, after using it, didn't it? It was it was huge. It was a massive piece of kit. It wasn't a, it wasn't a handy cam, I tell you that. <laughs> it wasn't. But he decides to film her doing a little bit of a, a routine, doesn't he? Mm, what was this? Do. What was the song? Big Spender. I know Big Spender from Shirley Bassey because every time I hear the song in my head, I'm all singing by Shirley Bassey. But when I had a look at it, it was actually written by someone called Cy Coleman and Dorothy Fields for a musical called Sweet Charity. All and right, wow. It was first performed, and it's always going to haunt me. It was first performed in 1966 by a Peggy oh. Lee. 1966. Did she did she perform it at the at the World Cup final? <laughs> I was going to say that back <laughs> back when England had a team. Um, <laughs> <laughs> My grandpa thankfully doesn't listen to this, but he loved that. <laughs> um, I was from by Peg Lee. Um, was the first artist to record the song for an album of the same name also that year. So yeah, I was because right. as I say, every time I, I hear the song, I always think of Shirley Bassey, but it wasn't her that. that hey, big spender. Exactly. Yeah, that kind of. Yeah, 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 totally. But, uh, Beverly yeah. Angelo just certainly goes with it, doesn't she? Oh, doesn't she just? Wow! And they they have a bit of sexy time on the yeah. uh, on the floor. <laughs> what, what? Yeah, she's kind of out of the shower and then lying down on the carpet. I just I, something about wet carpet just makes me feel a little bit. Depends who's, depends who's carpet. Oh, oh dear. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they're on the plane. The plane was a Pan Am. Uh, you remember Pan Am planes? Yep. They no longer yeah, yeah. well, no longer exist. Uh, the Pan Am flew from 1927 to 1991 as Pan American Airways. The last flight was December the 4th, 1991, from Bridgetown, Barbados to Miami. And in 1977, how the world record flight from San Francisco around the world took 54 hours, 7 minutes, and 12 seconds. Jesus. Which, how funnily enough, is how long it takes me to get up the stairs. <laughs> it seems That's like a long time, few. doesn't it? Yeah, it really but, does. But yeah, they, they stopped at play. I think they, they, one was Heathrow. They stopped at a couple of other places. Stopped ah, right, okay. As well, um, to, to fuel. But yeah, it went kind of around the horn. Around the horn, mister. <laughs> Mr. Johnson, around the horn. <laughs> Which is what all those boats have had to do, all those ships have had to do yeah, after the, uh, the, the shipping canal's been, been done. Round the horn. Wedged, wedged tight. <laughs> so he's checking all these words. They're on the flight, and he's checking all these words. He says, oh, come up with a with a French word, will you? Uh, she says, <laughs> the one, souffle. One, one, one. Souffle in. Translation, souffle. <laughs> souffle. <laughs> the woman comes over and says, uh, "Would uh, would you could you like something to drink?" He says, "I'll have a coke." Do you want it in the can? He says, "No, <laughs> no. I'll have it right here." <laughs> I know that was that was cute. <laughs> though, <wasn't> it? <laughs> it was a terrible that. joke, but it was it's cute. It's just perfectly. the way he looks at her. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, I like. That. <laughs> yeah, he's so deadpan, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. Now they all start to fall asleep and have these dreams. So Clark's dreaming that. Is it Clark oh, yeah. or is this Ellen? I, I can never. So, I can't remember. I think she's dreaming first when it goes yeah. from her. Right so they meet. Oh yeah. So they meet the Queen, and it's that woman that played the Queen in everything in Britain. All the time. At yeah, the yeah. time. Do you remember any time there was a Queen on the telly? It was always her. Um, 
Uh, the boy, the boy that looked like Charles, did look like Charles. He done looked well, like the yeah, lad yeah. out of the crown. <laughs> it, it, exactly, yeah. I thought you'd done well, but uh, die, die, die was a bit questionable, though, wasn't she? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Die was a, a little bit questionable. That's what Rachel said. Um, but yeah, they're absolutely, absolutely like yeah. My wife's my princess, and all that kind of stuff. His dream is being in in the Sound of Music. This was the Sound of Music. The Hills are alive with the sound of Griswold. <laughs> Felt uh, differently in this this film, apparently. Oh, is it really? Uh, yeah, apparently um, the the spelling of Griswold had an E, and then the other ones it was an O. So it was about. Oh, it's maybe to make it seem more German, I would assume, is it? Yeah, oh, I suppose, yeah, yeah. But yeah, this was the one that had the different spelling of Griswold. Okay, that's well. I've added it to the list, John. It'll it'll help us. It'll help us get to sixty. It's on, list. it's on a list. It's on a list. It should be on a list. <laughs> Uh, Rusty has a dream about being in a disco. Yes, we have Rusty jacket which, on, like which, Michael yeah, Jackson. which with Rusty European tour mm-hmm. uh, with that, that 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 song. Some like it hot and some sweat when the heat is on. Uh, it's one of those songs that I've had stuck in my head for many years. When it's warm, I've always thought about it, but I didn't know what it was from. And it has to and be this that it's, it's from. It's got to be. It's got to be because There's I. A few I, songs I but that's that, the only bit I know. But that's that song. Oh, the the, the part of that song. That's the only yeah. It's the only part of that song that I know. Um, but yeah, that's the. Um, the I think that were, they were called the Power Station, who I've never heard of. I don't know where else I could have heard of it from, other than than here. So that's that. That's something I've so learned. You, you never had any power Power Station posters up in your room when you were wee. No, mate. No, I was I was always more into the Power Ballads myself. Nice. And the six times power lens of that JVC. Oh, I was going to say that. More zoom for your buck. (laughs) Uh, Oh, she has an awful dream. She's this dream where she's getting fed all this food, which I was properly into, Mm -hmm. being fed lots of food. That sounds fantastic. But uh, maybe not particularly acceptable anymore, that. So she couldn't swallow any of the food because she's diabetic. Oh really? Yeah, so she, the, the, apparently That's... it was a really hard scene to, to shoot because she she wasn't she couldn't swallow any of that food, so it had to look as if she was devouring it, but she couldn't swallow any because she was she diabetic. She died, she died at um, thirty three. Yeah, yeah, she, she died quite in young. A, of, of a diabetic coma, which is really sad. Yeah, yeah, uh, really sad. So I didn't I didn't didn't know that. Thank you very much for telling me that really sad bit of news. Sorry. Um, <laughs> they're back so they to the turn, bunnies <laughs> they turn up at the Royal Imperial Windsor Hotel uh, which oh looks god. like shit doesn't it this is where it all goes wrong this is like yeah. my god <laughs> they walk in and the manager's there in a vest it was Mel Smith the great Mel, Mel Smith. Smith I thought it was Doc right, Cotton and, and Doc Cotton and Mel Smith <laughs> but it was just Mel Smith and some old woman <laughs> yeah watching something about cheese did you see that <laughs> yeah <laughs> And every channel, uh, uh, Rusty says <laughs> later on, do you want to watch Static or do you want to watch Cheese being made? Just like the BBC only shows cheese and cheese making documentaries. <laughs> cheese channeling. Oh, yeah, which I'd be absolutely fine with, although it would make me feel probably very sick. <laughs> no, I think I'd get a bit stale after a while. drink milk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, so he says, oh, we've got reservations. He says, oh, you can't. He says, oh, the place is full of macaroons. He says, I get on the dog and blow it at my mate. And he's trying to translate, isn't he? He gets the translator out. Nice. He doesn't understand a word he's saying. 
He's like speaking English, Dad. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, he says, oh, oh, you're the Yanks. Follow me. And they put, a, put him in. Um, basically, they're in this cupboard, aren't they? The cupboard, the, the clout jumps from the bed. The bed's are really soft. <laughs> it just falls right through, through it, yeah. He says, oh, it's very soft. Um, and they haven't nope. even got a toilet. Like, they, no they, bathroom. They yeah, yeah. Shared bathroom. Rusty complains that there's only four channels and no MTV. <laughs> <laughs> She says, uh, Beverly D'Angelo says, just think of the shopping, Bond Street, uh, Carnaby Street, uh, Bobby's, Fish and Chips, Big Ben. <laughs> uh, Carnaby Street, John, uh, was paved in, ni- in 1682. Uh, in 1854 was the epicentre of an outbreak of cholera. Luckily, the Americans had had their um, had had the jabs before they went there. Uh, and in 1967, at the Bag O' Nails Club, what? On the street, Paul McCartney met Linda McCartney. Paul McCartney. Wow. I've met Linda McCartney. Um, yeah. Uh, the only thing I ever think about on uh, when I think of Carnaby Street is, and here we are, 1964 and Carnaby Street. The skirts are getting shorter and the hair is getting longer. Who does he think he is in that caftan? <laughs> like Pathé newsreel things from the 60s. And that is well, lucky look at these young folk. <laughs> well, look at these young folk. They're not dressed like us. <laughs> you know, being interviewed by a man in a bowler hat. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> that's how we all talk. <laughs> exactly. Money Python can it So go? it's an early start in the morning. Yeah, we're, we're going to get sorted. Uh, she goes for a bath. <laughs> And, and oh, yeah. he he leaves the bathroom. Um, uh, and who comes in? Oh God! Um, it's I'm, Cracker. Just, yeah. Okay. Oh, Robbie Coltrane's good though, isn't he? He's really good. He's just like a normal guy, isn't he? Just like a normal way looking down, having a wee, yeah. wee, wee peek, and then goes to jump in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then he he goes in to the wrong room a couple of times, and then he yeah. gets into bed with Maureen Lipman. What's the odds? Eh? Maureen it's, it's good to touch. <laughs> for for the for those under the age of forty, John is referencing an eight, a nineteen eighties British ad- telecom advert. <laughs> it's good to talk. I'm sure uh, Bob Hoskins did one, didn't he? It's good to Bob talk. Hoskins, it's good, good to talk. R.I.P. Bob Hoskins, by the way. I know what guy. Right, so the next day, <laughs> they're, uh, they're, they're in the car. Now, this car. car, John, you know I like a car, uh, was in 1974 Austin Maxi, built by my absolute favourite car makers in the world, the now defunct British Leyland. Uh, my dad used to drive a, uh, uh, a, a, a British Leyland Metro van in yeah. the 80s, and they built... Between nineteen or oh, between nineteen sixty nine and nineteen eighty one, four hundred thousand of them. Jesus. These Austin Maxis. Can you imagine four hundred thousand of those? But they were cheap, you know. We, uh, we were homes of building cars back in the day, my friend. <laughs> Did you see the other cars in the boot though? The Austin Princess and the Did Ford Escort. I did. Oh, Rachel saw a Ford. Yeah, the Ford Escort. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. Oh, it was like, oh, it takes you back, man. It takes you back. It does, it does take you back. It does take you back. So he's driving, but he's on the wrong side of the road. Yep. Um, 
he runs into. Does he run into? The, it looks like the major from. Uh, I, do you know? What, I think it was. I was certain it was the major I'm, from major from Forty Towers. Forty Towers. <laughs> I'm positive. Forty Forty. He'd obviously gone to get the papers. Papers <laughs> yeah. in yet. And it was. It was all. What? 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 Yeah. Wasn't he? <laughs> oh no! I've, I've had this pump for ages. Now I have an excuse to fix it. <laughs> what? What? Well, he, hit, he hit a guy first, though, didn't he? So he was coming out. He hit oh, one it's guy. the other guy he hits first, doesn't he? Yeah, it's the other guy. Yeah. Then he runs over. And then he runs, yeah, yeah, uh, and he, 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 yeah, oh, an American, delighted to meet you. Are you having, are you enjoying our country? <laughs> uh, yeah, and he, um, he, he runs into Eric Idle uh, on oh. his bike, doesn't he? Uh, Eric Idle is just amazing, no one. Eric Idle like... is great. Eric, yeah. Eric Idle is probably my least favourite Python. But I don't think he was as creative as the rest. If He's you know a I mean. great songwriter, fantastic songwriter. Uh, did spam a lot on everything. Sure he did, yeah. But yeah, he uh, he, he says um, he, he runs into him, but he says oh, it's just a flesh wound. Yeah, but he points <laughs> and he sees that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that was um, the Holy Grail, wasn't it? Holy Grail, yeah. It's just a oh, flesh bro, it's just a yeah. flesh wound. <laughs> he, he, he runs him over. <laughs> um, I'd asked Twitter, by the way, to tell us something that they'd uh, that that they that they'd learned. And Paul SP film viewer says, I learned Eric Idle is a very unlucky man. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. Yeah, absolutely. In this, it so really is. Sick. Although um I was reading the thing for Rick Mayo, but he was offered the part. He could he I think it was something he was meant to play that part. Chevy Chase was a big fan of the young ones, but the is it Warner Bros that did it? Didn't want to have him because he wasn't a big enough name in the USA. Oh right, okay. Oh, that's good to know. I mean, it's a shame because I'm a Massive. You are a big Rick fan. Mayo fan. fan. Love them. Uh, they're off now. <laughs> he says. Uh, uh, he says. Oh, it's just a leg. I've got another one. Uh, I'll, I'll pop to the chemist and be right as rain. The fighting nations. The final isn't until Sunday, and we don't know what final. I don't know what the final is, is exactly. I would what? assume it's a village cricket team. Somewhere. <laughs> Quite a bit something, um, isn't it? Like but that. where where he gets run over, or where where the the major. Um, gets gets crashed into that is Addison Avenue. Yeah, seen the street uh, sign right in Notting Hill. Yeah, um, I looked into it a little bit. Uh, number thirty, Addison Avenue, uh, sold in twenty thirteen. This was the last time anything sold there for six million pounds for a three bed semi. Uh, semi. <laughs> that mouse. Uh, three. If I sold a house for six million, I think I'd get a semi as well. <laughs> it's one point five miles from QPR's football ground, and one point five miles from Kensington Palace. Right. Pretty good. Pretty pretty good. They're now driving onto a roundabout. Look, kids. Oh. <laughs> there's Big there's, Ben. There's Big Ben. There's the, the Parliament. Of Parliament. <laughs> Uh, of the mentions we got on Twitter, Talking Shiz podcast said, "Look, kids, it's Big Ben." <laughs> <laughs> Although uh, I seen scaffolding in it, I'm like, how many times do they need to fix that bloody thing? Yeah, they're always fixing it. Uh, we needed Roads podcast. Yeah, of course. Said it's impossible to get off a roundabout in London, which then I spent pretty much a whole day having a conversation with people on Twitter about roundabouts in London. Yeah. It's all exciting round here. <laughs> uh, Muswell Hill and East Finchley. So Big Ben is actually the name of the bell, not the clock tower. The clock tower is just called the clock tower. Yeah. The House of Parliament clock tower. Uh, people do call it Big Ben, though. 
Uh, it was built in 1859, and it has a prison room inside it, which you can only access via the House of Commons, which is Ooh. pretty good. Um, and there is a, a Little Ben miniature version at Victoria Station, which I've never seen, even though I've been to Victoria Station a million times. The Houses of Parliament, of course, John, actual name Palace of Westminster, was originally built in 1016. That version was destroyed by fire in 1834. Unfortunately, I don't believe any MPs were, were killed. And it's a UNESCO World Heritage Site. It's also full of knobheads. Uh, I've put. <laughs> yeah. No, there's some oh. good ones, but uh, yeah, mostly knobheads. We're getting there, John. We're firing through these. Yeah, they can't get off the roundabout, though, can they? Still there at night time. Yeah, it's, it's like that scanner when he was a bus driver, wasn't it? Trying to turn that corner. They just couldn't get it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I did say to Rachel, that's not really how roundabouts work. You'll, you'll, yeah. we're, we're, we're generally courteous drivers in London. We'll let you out. The kids are in the room, and she's like, oh, I miss Jack so much. And he says, oh, just give her a call, but just be quick. Uh, you know, uh, and she's like, oh, I miss you so much, Jack. She says, oh, I've got to go and eat. It's okay, I'll hold. <laughs> I said, no. Like, I, I got that. really, she, really stressed about how I, expensive that would be. Yeah, yeah, as soon as she did, I was like, oh, my God, it's going to cost a fortune. Yeah. <laughs> They're driving through. There's loads of, like, a town called Malice by the Jams playing, uh, and there's some punks. Uh, he says, there's Buckingham Palace. That's where the Queen lives. What does she do? She queens. She queens. And vacuums. <laughs> So they're tallying up the bill, uh, and he says, "Oh yeah, I'll just do the um, the telephone calls. Two hundred and fifty three dollars US for calling Chicago, uh, and then they head to Stonehenge. Stonehenge has it's in Wiltshire and has standing stones that that's the ones that point up uh, that are thirteen foot high. They're twenty four foot high in total." It dates back to the Bronze Age, and the materials that the rocks are made of are sarsen, which is a kind of sandstone, and bluestone. It is owned by the crown, so the queen owns it and makes all creams all the money off of it. Oh, the lovely money. Yeah, I know, yeah, she gets all the lovely money. So as they're driving through the countryside to get there, somebody says, it's charming, isn't it? One of the kids said, oh, it looks like, Massachusetts, Massachusetts, sang the Bee Gees. Uh, and he says, oh, yeah, the, the English settled Massachusetts uh, when they arrived at Plymouth Rock. Now, I don't really know anything about Plymouth Rock other than, um, is it training day? Plymouth Rock landed on us. That, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which always referencing training day at this Coming point. back to training day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, Plymouth Rock, I, I did know, was where the Mayfair landed with the Pilgrims uh, at 1620. Right. Mm-hmm. In 1774, uh, the people of uh, Plymouth tried to move it to the town square and broke the Plymouth Rock in half. Wet. How very dearly. Bastards. Yeah, so half of it is now <laughs> where it was, on the, the beach bit, I guess, and mm-hmm. the other half is in a museum. It's heavy broke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, this is where Rachel said she was out, actually. This is where Rachel got a bit fed up of it. She said it was a bit too slapstick from here on in. Right, okay. They're about to drive away to go to the airport, and they run. They kind of reverse into the, the, the stones and knock it over. That gave me a bit of, you know, a bit of kind of heartburn. Do you know I appreciate it, buddy? Do you know I appreciate it? I didn't know. I, 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 I just That's the kind of thing I would end up doing, mm. going to jail for life. <laughs> what 
is their next destination. So our next destination is Gay Paris. It is Gay Paris. Uh, Gay Paris, he says, or the City of Lights. I didn't know about the City of Lights. Gay Paris, of course, it is, you know, uh, Happy Paris, as it would have yes. been at the time. Mm-hmm. But the reason it's called the City of Lights was in 1667, King Louis, King Louis the Fourth is the king of the swingers. He decided he wanted to make Paris more safe. So he dictated that there should be lanterns on street corners and candles in windows. Well, I didn't know yeah. that. That's, that's cool. Yeah, because it, it was full of badness. Well, it's the French, isn't it? Whoa, hey, we've got loads <laughs> of French listeners, us. I don't think we've got any. I haven't got any. Uh, but on the subject of uh, the French, everyone's awful to them, aren't they? Everyone's really, yeah, really awful Yeah, they're really, to them. really bad to them, Including actually. the guy, he says, he says, oh, you know, will you take a photo of us? Which I thought, he gives him the video camera to take a photo mm-hmm. of them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like, the guy says... Step in, yeah. going in. Yeah, yeah, get in the fountain. It'll be good. And he, and he runs off. And she, Beverly D'Angelo says, there's nothing on that tape that shouldn't be there, should there? No, no, it's fine. I, I erased it. We're all right. We'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's another couple. Uh, they must be honeymooners, and they're, like, properly at it. Are you American? She says, oh, yeah, we're, we're, we're from Chicago. And he says, oh, we're from Akron. Uh, Akron, John, is in Ohio. Ohio, Maud, became a city in 1865 and in the 1900s was called the rubber capital of the world. Tires, not Johnny's. I was going to say that. French Uh, letters. There were at least five companies uh, that produced tires. Right. And the baseball team had we not already got the rail riders as the podcast baseball team yeah. this would have been our baseball team the akron rubber ducks really wah, wah. that would be so good <laughs> shall we going. shall we throw the rail riders uh shall we tell oh. them to hit the tracks <laughs> and we'll become rubber ducks fans hit the tracks pay the bell and hit the tracks <laughs> indeed <laughs> trailer for sale or rent yeah so that it's weird because when they arrived in, in, in Paris, it showed you them standing beside the Eiffel Tower and it's the exact same car as it is now. I remember, like when I went to Paris, I expected it to be, to be red or every time you see it, it's like a dark colour, but it's like a like a light brown colour. Right. And uh, I was expecting it to be, I don't know why, I always expected the uh, the Eiffel Tower to be like a, a dark grey or a red, but this doesn't. I think I, the reason I expect it to be red is because of the Blackpool Tower. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I've not been to Paris, John. You have. Yeah. It's, um, well, do you like it? Well, luckily we went before Notre Dame burnt in. So we've oh, seen right. it okay. about a year before it burnt. So, Was it you horrible. and Kirsty? Yeah, me and Kirsty went. Yeah, oh, yeah, nice we went, one. Yeah. All right, okay. Yeah, I keep saying to Rachel, we're going to go, we're going to go, we're going to go. But we've had other cities on the list before Paris. Um Amsterdam's the next one because we haven't oh, done that. Love, I think love, it's going to be Christmas if we get our pa- if we get our uh, vaccination passports. Yeah, yeah. We may go. Um, we were meant to go last Christmas, but of course, um, I gave you my heart. <laughs> the very very next, next day, day, you gave me COVID. You smoked it away. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, I'm glad. I'm glad you've been because you're you're our boots on the ground there. I guess. Yeah. The Eiffel Tower. Um, they go on it. Well, before they go on the trip to the Eiffel Tower, French people are awful to them. It's kind of okay because they're American. 
And I think the whole thing is the French hate the Americans. That's the joke, right? Yeah, and they say he says things about, you know, your wife's very sexy, the waiter, and then the food that they get, they're going, Oh, this is lovely food, but it's all out of cartons and and heated in a microwave. Um, they go to your wife's got big boobs. (laughs) That's the one. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) They go to the Eiffel Tower. Um, your man uh, Rusty is kind of chatting up the girls, isn't he? You know, like he's eyeing up the with, girls. Rust, rusty beret on. <laughs> oh, yeah, they've all got these family berets on, mm-hmm. which have all got their names on. I, I'd, I'd have, not with my name on so much, but I'd have a beret. I'd like to yeah, yeah. look like a, a fat Che Guevara. <laughs> I think you'd rock <laughs> that's, that's a beret. what I'm going for. <laughs> um, yeah, I'd like to be a fat Che Guevara. That would work. Uh, <laughs> I'd be, Frank, I'd be Frank Spencer with mine on. Who <laughs> <laughs> betty? Uh, they are the national wear of France, Spain, Vietnam, and Scotland. Never yeah. fit my berry. And all I could think of was Super Grand. You know, she had the. Oh, wee, so she did. She had a wee berry on. Yeah, Super she had Grand. that kind of wee circle. Stand back, of... Superman, Ice Man, and Spider Man. B.A. Baracus too. Uh, 80s TV show, uh, Super Grand. Uh, filmed in Newcastle, by the way. Yeah, all, all, film, been, all filmed in Newcastle. Uh, Jeff Capes, Olympic, sh- Olympic shot putter. Shot putter, yeah. Yeah, and... Um, World Strongman. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, famous budgerigard fancier. Did you know that? No. Yeah, I'm going to add that to the list because you didn't know that. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. No, no. Um, and he always used to be on record breakers ripping phone books in he half. He really did, didn't he? I with uh, Roy Castle, remember? Yeah, I can rip a phone book in half now, but that's because there's new names. There's in it. nothing there's... to it. I know. <laughs> no, literally. <laughs> okay. Uh... <laughs> oh, the beret dates back to the Bronze Age in Northern Europe. Oh, imagine that. They go up the Eiffel Tower. It's like, loosen up. You don't want to look like a tourist in his fucking hat. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, They go up the Eiffel Tower and have a... He's kind of looking through the the thing. Um, He gets fed up of the the hat, doesn't he? And he he throws his hat off the Eiffel Tower. But there's this woman with... And how did this make you feel, John, this scene? Because there's a woman with this little yappy dog. (laughs) and, And the dog jumps out of her arms to chase the beret how yeah. did that make you feel because you've got a little yappy dog i know but it's like oh my god but it makes it worse because the the superimposed or done some kind of animation so it catches yeah. the berry on the way down and then yeah. and what you're like oh jesus it's so slapstick but <laughs> did it not make you feel a little bit kind of did it not make your heart sink that that dog jumped from the Eiffel Tower, even though it's... Yeah, the dog was oh, the key, so I didn't care. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's fair enough. So the Eiffel Tower, John, he mentions it's it's 921 feet tall. Well, actually, he's wrong. It's 1,063 feet tall, or 324 mm-hmm. metres on the continent. It opened in 1889... And the restaurant inside it is called the Jules Verne. One thing I did learn uh, about this in a recent episode of the Spy Hard podcast, hey guys, um, that a stuntman on view to a kill did an unauthorised jump off of it with his parachute uh, and he was sacked because he wasn't meant to do that. It nearly stopped them from being able to film anything more. On the- what? Yeah. Crazy man. He takes... 
he says, look, we'll do some culture, doesn't he? And again, this is where Rachel said, he's awful. He doesn't care about anybody except himself, Clark. <laughs> yeah. And he takes he, he takes Beverly D'Angelo to a um to a burlesque show. Mm-hmm. Um but it's it's just it it's not even burlesque really, is it? It's just it's naked just, yeah, nakedness. It's just naked yeah. woman. <laughs> yeah. Which and he says, Oh, it's he, she says, I think I've had enough French culture. Um uh, and he and he says something like, Oh, you know they've been doing this for years. They've been doing this for a hundred years, but they're actually all dressed in like eighties, yeah, like workout uh, yeah. gear. Yeah, it's like Mister Mister Motivator or her that was on GMTV <laughs> with a green Lizzie. leotard. Lizzie, Lizzie, yeah. There you go. They're all My God, the with anybody under under the age of of thirty is listening to this going, "What are you talking about?" I know. You had to be there, man. So Audrey rings her fella. And she says, oh, I've really missed you, but Debbie's come by to cheer me up. Uh, and You know that that's a bad thing. Yeah, he <laughs> says, you know, can we see other people? And then she gets on the, she gets on all the food, um, which sounded amazing. I'm sure, he, I'm sure she was like on the croissants and that, which are big, big, big fan of the old continental Love a good breakfast. buttery croissant. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but, but Rusty's in that club, isn't he? He's, he's there. And uh better <laughs> they go to leave Beverly sees him oh, go up course. and approach him and he just says to him oink oink my good man <laughs> yeah, he does. So I funny. missed that yeah. oh brilliant <laughs> oink oink my a, good man is he with a prostitute was yeah he was a lady of the night joke? yeah <laughs> I had forgotten about that and you're right that's probably oh, the best line that all. was a brilliant line wasn't it oink oink my good man <laughs> Oh, I'm laughing about it now. <coughs> so they take them back to the tail. They do. Um, i tell you what I had missed. I'd missed the... So I missed a couple of things here. Notre Dame, they got the, 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 they're walking past Notre Dame, which is um, Notre Dame de Paris, which is Our Lady of Paris, translated. My French is brilliant. Eh? Uh, Victor Hugo's Hunchback of Notre Dame was published in 1831. Construction began at uh, Notre Dame in 1163. Did you get to go in, John, before it... Uh... No, so it, it, when we got there, it was literally people everywhere. So we got to go around the outside of it. We didn't actually go, get to go inside. And I don't know why when I oh, ever thought about going to Notre Dame, I never wanted to see the inside because I don't really... I know a lot of people like going inside, but I just love the outside of the building. I just... you, you know me, John. I'm, I'm not religious in, in, in any way, but everywhere we go, I've got to go in a church. I'd love to see how different countries and different That's types you like of religion. The bread. <laughs> <laughs> Me and pigeons have got that. In, Get that uh, bread in, in common. Get, yeah. Get the body of Christ in you. Get the body of Christ in you, <laughs> mate. It's the uh, blood of Christ that I'm all about. <laughs> uh, the, uh, the the blood of Brewdog is what I'm about. Uh, they go to the Louvre as well. Uh, the Louvre is established in 1793. Did you get the Louvre? The Louvre. So yes, but what we did was uh, it's weird in that they walked in the front door, whereas now you actually need to go underground, and it's like literally like a shopping centre. So when you go into the shopping centre, um, the pyramid that you see in the square that's yeah. quite famous, you actually get to see the bottom of that. Um, oh wow! And they checked Kirsty's bag. They put her 
bag down and they searched it all and then you go in that way. So you literally need to go through a shopping centre before you even get to the Louvre. So they, they check Kirsty's bag because they know she's a robbing get from Stenhouse. Yes. <laughs> yep, exactly, yep. Wee wee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wee wee bastard. <laughs> <laughs> she is indeed. Uh, it's home to the Mona Lisa, which didn't have the mouth painted last. Uh, the Great Sphinx of Tanis, which is a Sphinx, as you would think, and fantastically named the king's fame riding a pegasus wow which is a which is a, a, a which is a, a female riding pegasus which is pretty cool nice yeah uh, so i that is the kind of thing i would be 100% into going to although i prefer slightly more modern kind of art i don't know what they have in a in a modern view at the louvre but i like something i i like 1900s art yeah, I, I kind of like that kind of. That's that's what I like. I know what I like, and I like what I know. <laughs> so they're off to Bavaria next. They're off to Germany because they're off to see the family. Yes, and which is a bit as strange. they're driving along, um, uh, he, he says, uh, he, "He says, what are we looking for?" And she says, "Sex." <laughs> he says, "That'll do, Audrey." She said, "No, it's German for six. Which was the puerile me. That was that was funny, and it still is. Did you like um, Andy McEwen on Twitter says sex is German for six. My family are looking for sex. Lol. <laughs> Andy, whatever, mate. Yeah, if, that's that's fine. You 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 go with that. But thanks for uh, th- thanks for sharing what you what you learned. You family sex pest. They get to this street, this this Strasse, because he says he says Straub, didn't he? Now we've been to Berlin, and everything's called Strass, um, but it, it's the that B, the B um, word. And when I first got to Berlin a couple of Christmases ago, I thought it was called Straub as well. So I'm really guilty of that. Fucker. All right, Brits aboard. All right, darling, you got a you got a pot of Carlin. Could I get a litre of that Carlin? <laughs> Is that all right? Uh, yeah, I'm six. Beer, by the six. Way. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> all right. Fun. Yeah, you can. Um, and the people, so good. I spent all my time apologising to people about Brexit. What? I'm really sorry we didn't vote for Brexit. And they're all kind of like, no, that's fine. We know. <laughs> we can, we can. One guy, one guy was lovely. In this in this restaurant Christmas uh, or this Christmas Eve, we went to this this bar and had a bit of something to eat. Uh, and he said, "No, he says that's absolutely fine. I'm very disappointed. I love British comedy. You guys are so funny." I was like, "Okay, that's not what I expected." And then but he was, he, yeah. He said, uh, "He said you're sat at one side with big long tables. You're sat at one side. Those over there in the very far corner, they're they're French. They're sat at the other side. They're having a Frexit." <laughs> <laughs> nice, uh, yeah. But they, they, yeah, everybody I spoke to just really didn't understand what we were doing. And seeing Europe just made me think I'm going to need a. It's going to be so difficult to travel. It's going to be so much, you know, so much more costly to travel. Thanks very much, people that voted Brexit. I hope you're fucking happy having to come back to the UK from your Spanish holiday. Yeah, I think that was the thing. They didn't realise what was going on, and now they're getting thrown at Spain. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, well, if I'd known this was going to happen, I wouldn't have voted for Brexit. We tried to tell you. Um, <laughs> they turn up at this this house and he knocks on the door and it's not the right house. It's number 14. It's, it's Benny Hill. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, Benny Hill's next. It's number 14. And then he goes to number six. 
Six. Next door. Number six, next door. And he knocks on the door, and instead of giving the guy the chance to say anything, just welcomes him, you know, welcomes him in. It looks like Benny Hill's German version of the Colonel from KFC. <laughs> uh, no, I was going to say, it just looks like how many was in um, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. He does look like Bavarian Penny Hill. Yeah. Um, he just lets lets himself in and then as the door closes a wind blows and it's quite blatantly somebody moving a branch out the way and it's number 16 yeah um, she's <laughs> she serves them sauerkraut which is uh which is basically it's like a pickled cabbage um i love sauerkraut it doesn't agree Mate. very much with me neither does the neither does the fantastic uh sausages um you name it, bratwurst, curryvurst, all that kind of. Oh, I love it. Yeah, well, they're good. Love it. Yeah. Makes me so unwell. Can't really <sighs> eat it. Really need to consider. Going Reminds it. me of West Brewery. Did we have? We had. Did we have? Wait, I had that West? meat platter, West Brewery. So my birthday it. that year. Uh, <laughs> that was brilliant. same year that I threw up all over your bathroom floor. <laughs> and I, John, you and I, I, I love you. You're like a brother to me. But I still. To this day, can't look you in the eye when I talk about that. I feel so guilty <laughs> still, all these years later. Don't worry about it, I've done more. Especially because I didn't even ken you. <laughs> I, I didn't you cleaned up off. my vomit, and I was just Kirsty's pal. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this is getting niche. <laughs> so they let them in. They have this fantastic, uh, fantastic meal, which I think looks fantastic. Rachel thought it looked rubbish. Rachel's one complaint about food in Berlin was it was too brown. Says it was like it was like kind of World War Two British food. Right. She there wasn't enough veg. There wasn't enough for her. She she need she wants a lot of veg with with her food, but she won't go vegetarian. Um, right. <laughs> but I loved it. Pork knuckles, you name it. I, 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 super. All over that. And then they go to bed. Uh, he he says, "Oh, it's they're lovely. They're fantastic. What a great family." Um, and he says, um, and, and he picks up his toothbrush and this pot off the side. Oh, God, he? yeah. Puts the water in it, swills his toothbrush around, starts brushing his teeth. And you're right. Rusty comes in and he's like, look, bedpans. <laughs> he spits it out. <laughs> um, Guru at the Fan 305 podcast just put, I learned about bedpans. I bet you fucking did, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Super, Yeah. Funnily enough, I've not put what I learned about bedpans because I know fucking loads about them. I've been to loads of old houses in this country. Uh, in fact, I've valued houses that have had bedpans under the bed still. Was it included in the price? <laughs> what was in it was included in the price, yeah. <laughs> the next scene, they all say goodbye, and they're in this in this town in central Germany. They're in Battenberg, right? Yeah. Battenberg is in central Germany, as I've said. It is twinned with Romsey, Hampshire. Um, and the cake, Battenberg, is actually a British creation. You know the checkered yeah, cake? Checkered cake, I like The it. marzipan around it. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a British creation. Um, and it's no technical relation to the town of Battenberg. However, it was allegedly created, they believe, for the marriage of Princess Victoria and Prince Louis of Battenberg. Oh. Yeah. I like Battenberg. I like yeah, it. So they are. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a fan of the Battenberg. It's making my teeth hurt just thinking about it. Yeah, especially with the sugar coated. Uh, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
he does this dance, and, and this, again, this, I'm kind of like, oh, right, okay, I've kind of had enough of this bit as well. He does the dancing with the guys. He's wearing the Lederhosen. Lederhosen John uh, is traditional Bavarian clothing. It's associated with vitality and brawn, which is why I've never worn it. You're a, you're, you're a, you're a fine-looking man, John. I bet you'd look good in some Lederhosen shorts and all that kind of... Do, do you know what? I would love to say I've wore some Lederhosen, but... I've just no? had the opportunity. I would. I think I'd rock well, it. Well, yeah. <laughs> it's funny you should mention that because I did a little bit of Googling and oh. you can get the shorts and braces for £74.90 on alpenclassics.com. Well, would it Which may or may not be named after... <laughs> <laughs> which may or not be named after the uh, the breakfast cereal. <laughs> Do you know, you've just bucks. just reminded me of something, the way you said the number sex there. I knew that that six that sex was, was German for six, but only because of the German channels that you used to watch on Sky in the early days of Sky, and they'd yeah. always go, you know, the German kind of chat chat channels, sex nine, sex nine. Sex, sex, sex. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I was just think, oh, that's a sex thing. No, not yeah. necessarily. It's a six <laughs> thing. It's a number, I know. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, and just come flooding back that, which is really uh, good. He gets into a bit of a fight, basically, doesn't he? Oh, um... The slapping. Your man, Rusty's getting it on. I mean, he's not an attractive kid, right? But he keeps finding these bra lassies. Beauties, yeah. Did he? Um, yeah, and she's Absolute. yeah, she's serving pretzels because uh, we all sell pretzels around here. <laughs> and traditional and, dress for some reason. Yeah, and and then you, I think you see her boobs a bit later on, don't yeah. you? Um, yeah, you do. Both after of them. he started a fight because he can't dance right, and she says, "Oh, that's the sound of the the the, the, the town clock, but that hasn't rung in years. Well, what does that mean?" It means there's going to be a hanging. <laughs> wow. And he's like, damned. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Straight away, he knows. So they escape. Um, it's kind of like a little kind of. Um, yeah, a little Benny Hill. Yeah, yeah, he tries to get through this gap that's too small. In the uh, car. We've all been there. Um, yeah. And yeah, gets the car jammed, jumps on the train, and they're off to Italy, but they've got nothing. With nothing, absolutely. they don't have anything, they don't have any clothes with them, and then the next scene, they've all got different clothes on. Yeah, oh, they have, yeah, yeah, they yeah. have, they've all got changed. <clears throat> so they arrive in Rome, yep. uh, and in Rome, he says, oh, we've got to go and and see if we can claim our money on our travellers' checks. From the check place, and From it just says, check place. Check place. Um, <laughs> Do you remember? Do you remember travellers' checks, John? Do you remember travellers' checks? No. I went. Oh, of course you because you're a lot younger than me. Um, I went to Australia with seven hundred quid's worth of travellers' checks, uh, American Express travellers' checks. Oofed. I think it. I think that was like. I think it cost me like eight hundred and fifty quid at the time. <laughs> but they don't exist anymore. They used yeah, to be. Yeah. You used to basically have a thing that you could only redeem with your passport and and, and the, the number. But yeah, I've, I've looked. The, the post office don't do them anymore. Instead, they do like a prepaid card, which is just like a debit card. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, those it no longer exists. No, uh, so they, they go to the ro- bank, and there's a there's a robbery. Taking place this week, kind of gets silly. We're in a black base, we're in a bind or something like that. He says, yeah. We've not got any luggage, the car's knackered, uh, there was a thousand pounds in cash. And the guy 
gives them money, doesn't he? he yeah, he just like, gives them three grand. Yeah. He just hands them three grand, says, yeah. And he says, oh, there there's a car. There's a rental car for you. And the and car's jumps, got the, the tailor in the boot. It's got, yeah, in the boot, uh, and, and, and away they go. That's it, and that's the that's the kind of the thing. Um, but they need to go and get some new clothes. So there's like a kind of a, a dressing kind of montage. Oh, it's a montage there? in it. Oh my god, some He's of the in styles. A suit, suit at the end. Jesus, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think we should. The, all I could think with this particular montage was, I wish we were looking. I wish we were watching Mannequin. <laughs> Do you know what? That's because all the the montage was pretty much like that. But see, when Rusty first walked out, I don't know what that thing he was wearing. But see, if it was all red and it had the black, look at the the suits he wore in V. I did a little bit, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, They get to the hotel, uh, and as they're going through the door, Eric Idle's there limping through the door, um, and they basically. (laughs) twat him in a revolving door don't they yeah once yeah. again paul you were right eric idle is very unlucky <laughs> he really is yeah 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 he says oh no this cast doesn't matter it's like a really big sock <laughs> <laughs> so he does yeah <laughs> he said where are you going and is this your is this your hotel oh no 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 i'm staying over there <laughs> yeah and buggers off quite rightly too didn't want to get injured <laughs> did they visit the Coliseum at all they did visit the Colosseum, yeah. Well, they're, they're they're heading towards the Colosseum. He says, "Look, the Colosseum's over there, and you can't, you don't see it." Uh, so they're going to visit the Colosseum. Did you? If I was going to go to Rome, it's probably the one thing I would go and see first, because uh, oh, it just looks immense. But uh, it's pretty much the largest amphitheater ever built, and it's still the largest standing amphitheater in the world today. Wow! Even for its age, yeah. it was constructed a way back. And 72 AD under Emperor uh, Vespian and was completed in 80 AD under his successor and heir, Titus. Uh, so it only took eight years to construct, even though it's so bloody massive. That's quite impressive. Yeah, so I, I double-checked it because I'm like, 72 AD, 80 AD, and I'm just making sure my my anno dominus was, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> was up to date. Yeah. <laughs> I, I guess there's a lot you can do with... You know, sheer numbers and yeah, they throw know, a lot people of that don't get paid very well. Yeah. So this is kind of like the last kind of couple of days. The kids don't want anything to do with what's going on, and I started to lose it a little bit here, John. To be honest, it, it, there's my notes. I can't really go too much into yeah because how it, how you, it you get because it's all slapstick. It's all car chases and that kind of thing. Yeah. So they fall out with um, they fall out with one another, don't they? the kids go away? Yeah. So so what basically happens is because the video camera has been stolen, they're in the middle of Rome and they see yes. a billboard with Beverly D'Angelo's face on it, and she realizes that whoever stole the camcorder had some footage that shouldn't have been there. So she loses her shit and then says, "Right, I'm out of here." <laughs> Well, he's holding her eyes while she walks away on the poster, which I thought was quite funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so she goes back to the hotel, and just as the other guys, are, uh, just as the two stick-up artists are trying to get the guy out of the trunk, but yeah. they need the key for the, the car. They need the key, yep. Yeah, yeah. So, so he, he decides to start chatting her up. You're a beautiful woman. Uh, you know, have a glass of wine. She gets absolutely wrecked, um, mm-hmm. and and he and he takes her he takes her upstairs. 
Yeah. Uh, there's this whole thing about Americans not being able to speak Italian. I mean, I certainly can't speak Italian. Um, nope. But Audrey's trying to get a flight back. And uh, um, Rusty's trying to chat up an American, isn't he? He is, yes. Yeah, she's from California. Yeah, so yes. she's from California. Uh, they're having, I, I was going to say ice cream, but they're probably having gelato. Yeah. Um, she's also Frank Zappa's daughter. Oh, is it really? So Beverly Adangelo was a big, massive, uh, was a friend of uh, Frank Zappa and his wife, I think it's Jell or something. Um, but yeah, that's it's Frank Zappa's daughter. Right, I didn't know that. Is that is that the same daughter who sang Valley Girl? Was her name Munion? Ah, <laughs> uh, just looking very, very quickly. Very, very quickly, because there's two. Uh, it, it is 14-year-old... Moon Zapper at the time, and I've just looked. She's she's on the the thing. I don't know if you know the particular song. One is Valley that? Valley Girl is brilliant. It's basically it's it's her just talking throughout. She goes, "No way!" And I was like, "That's grody, oh man!" And I was like, "I've got to go to the mall, and I got to get my nails done." Valley no. Girl, she's a Valley. Oh mate, it's so good. It's one of those things that I always have in my head. It's like seven or eight minutes long of right. just that. She's like, "For sure, for sure." <laughs> I've got. I'll get involved. I'll listen to that. Oh mate, you've, you've got. It's really, really good. Um, yeah. <laughs> All right. Oh well, no, I didn't. I didn't. No, I did. You know, when I, I'm certain, I saw Zapper in the in 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 the cast list, yeah. but I didn't put two and two together. Yeah. So it cuts back to the uh, hotel, and he uh, he has the police siren, doesn't he? And she's going to phone the concierge, and he pulls out a gun and just pretty much just says, "He does." Yep. Stick him up. Yeah. Yeah. We've got to. We've got to go. I'm going to take you. Um, they jump in this lovely. Is it Racing a red cards. Is it a Citroen? It looks like one of the old Citroens, but I could be wrong. Gorgeous. Could be, absolutely could be a gorgeous car. <laughs> Maybe a Beetle. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Audrey sees them getting taken and she goes and sees Clark and they jump in the car and make chase. Yep, start chasing them. Uh, they end up chasing him. They crash into a. Is it a. Fountain. Fountain? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So they crash into a fountain. Um, the fountain, I believe. It was the Fountain of the Four Rivers. Now, the Fountain of the Four Rivers is in Piazza di Navona. Sorry, uh, anybody that speaks Italian. Uh, Which is the same piazza featured in Hudson Hawk. What? Yeah, you know, he's on the phone Uh on Hudson Hawk and the the candy bar. And he comes in. Yeah, he smashes him. It's a nice place, though. But you can imagine them actually getting a car into that because it's it's quite a big, it's a quite a famous square in it. Yeah, it is. Yeah, so they must have. Uh, it was probably not filmed there. It was probably well, they, was, apparently the according to the director's commentary, it was one of the hardest. That was the the hardest shoot in the whole film. Was that that right. last chase? I guess yeah. it's keeping people out makes it <laughs> yeah. the you know because it's such a busy a busy part of the world. Um, so this is it. It's time for them to kind of go home. I'm pretty oh, sure. Uh, Moon Zappa says, "Oh, your, your parents." She's like, "Oh, your parents are really cool." And he's like, "No." Sometimes. <laughs> yeah. So they're flying home. Oh, there is the Statue of Liberty. Uh, you know, our oh, Lady Liberty or something like that. It's so good because it's the best thing about going away is getting home again. <laughs> <laughs> something I say on a regular basis. Um, it's and then he, goes, <laughs> he goes to the can, doesn't he? But instead of going to the toilet, he falls into the cockpit, oh, yeah. crashes into the thing, and then 
the plane goes down. knocks into the thing, and I was like, oh, that's a bit 9-11. I know, hits the torch. I was torch like, down. Oh. <laughs> yeah, torch goes down, and holiday road. Done. Finished. Well, apart from that, it's a bit of some weird pictures at the bloody end, there weren't there? There's pictures of Clint Eastwood, there was... Oh, of all the American things that you must love, yeah. All I could think of was like, I am a real American. Fight for the yeah. rights of every man. It was proper America, America. Yeah, America, and I, Rachel turned to me and said, so are we supposed to basically think, uh, don't go away because America's brilliant? Said, well, maybe, <laughs> perhaps. Maybe, maybe I, maybe no. Perhaps, perhaps. Uh, did you enjoy it, John? It, it was it was a lot quicker than expected and there was a lot of music in it. Um especially when they were in the Louvre, and that would be a bit of clip of music. I thought it was a lot, lot longer in my imagination. It was a huge piece of music, but it literally only lasted like 10 seconds. Yeah, yeah, it was... Um, but no, yeah, it was... It was I, I, I enjoyed it. It's not as good as I remember it being. It's not yeah. as good as the first movie. Uh, or, or Christmas Vacation, it's not as funny. No, as was- Christmas Vacation is one of those films that is... Much, 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 much better than the original. Yeah. But it's a hundred times disappointed better. it didn't have Randy Quaid in it. I'm disappointed it didn't have his. his Are you disappointed <laughs> the shitter wasn't full? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, uh, maybe that was. It. I think John Hughes got um, credit for the writing because he apparently took some of the ideas that were left over for the original and they were his ideas. So even though he had nothing to do with it, he still got a, a, a credit for the writing. I did see him on the credits. I did see him on the credits. Yeah, wow. so he took nothing to do with it. Wow. Uh, there was another thing as well. The, the original um, son and daughter, because Anthony Michael Hall... Yes. He couldn't do it because he was doing uh, Weird Science at the time. Right, okay. And they decided just to recast both of them. They recast both the son and daughter, which I thought was a bit snide, but what can you do? What can I you do? I guess they, they, they keep within... I mean, this is a few years later, isn't it? So mm-hmm. they still yeah. keep them kind of an age. How do you think we did for things that we learned? Uh, 86. Can you go a little bit higher than 86? 87. How about 112? What's the record? 108. Well, 112 now. This hasn't been Highlander, has it? No, 110 was Highlander. Oh! John, I've got my first win. You've got your I've first got my win. first victory. Well done, you. That's Jesus. sexy, that. I'm happy with that. Are you happy That's with that? That's really, really good. Is and do you know what? It? Yeah, absolutely. And and what I do hope is that we've we've helped people get a bit of an idea based upon all the, 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 the European kind of places. Uh, John, you always come to us with, with great kind of making of and behind-the-scenes stuff, but, but and I like the stuff that's the, 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 the filming locations and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. But I loved, absolutely loved, the fact that it was all stuff based around where – I, I'm yet to go. I haven't been to any of these places. London, a million times. <laughs> yeah. And Man, that's really, it did really good, well. isn't it? We're good. Proud of that. Yeah. Proud of that. Thank and it was you. quite a short film as well. So Thank you, everybody that added to the Twitter. <laughs> You've really helped uh, yeah, us thanks, with the things that we have learned. Okay. You know where to find us. We are on the Twitters. At 100 Things Pod. Uh, we're on uh, Facebook and Instagram as 100 Instagram. Things Film. We are 
on you can buy us a coffee so buy me a coffee.com forward slash 100 things pod we would like that add to our burgeoning coffers so we can buy some lederhosen that would be really yeah. nice Seven and eight coffees later <laughs> uh, most of all please 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 leave us a review five stars on uh, pod chaser five stars on apple podcast if that's the thing that you do but most of all join us next week for another episode do you want to say bye john guys as always stay safe but bye and enjoy the uh, enjoy the show thanks again for all your support and thanks a lot for all the coffee <laughs> thank you so much yep john i love you listeners i love you thank you so much for listening to 112 i finally got one jesus things that we learned from National Lampoon's European Vacation. And remember, be a big spender and spend a little money on coffee. (laughs) Goodbye. (laughs) Goodbye, guys. (laughs) 